You're listening to an Amplify podcast. We are talking about kind of the things that died this year. Mm-hmm. The great old year of 2016 where things just went to poop. It, it really hasn't been a great year. No. At all. At all. Um, the dab. The dab is a thing that died this year. Absolutely. Oh, actually, sorry. I almost forgot to play the music. I prepared mm-hmm. music for this, right? Yeah, Jake has been really prepared for this. Um, he's shown me how to run a natural radio show. Which is fair enough, you've seen his... What you've got to do, you've got to have cheesy music in the background. Oh, I get it. Yeah, it's it's really appropriately sad. So, the things that we've lost in the year 2016. The dab. A move that, if we redid right now, wouldn't work because we're a radio show, but... No. The video of which would be absolutely terrifying, I think. Just don't. <laughs> it's... W- did it officially die when Hillary Clinton did it on The Allen Show? Is that when it officially... That's when it officially was... That's when the coroner said, yeah. I just said coroner. Nice. Well done. Um, <laughs> rest in peace, the dab. Yeah. It was nice knowing you. Um, the whip also died this year. Although, did it really... It did kind it of really died, died? It petered out at sort of the end of last year. I feel like it's going to come back and get us when we're least expecting it. This music's really not helping, I'm going to be quite honest. Um, I've got to bring it back. There we go. That's better atmosphere in here. Um... Donald Trump's campaign, thinking of mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton, that's kind of, that's a more recent death. It's kind of the last couple of days. That's, well, that's kind of just gone down the toilet for him, hasn't he? Yeah, well, he let's, can't really let's come, hope. Can he, can he come back from this? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. He's hoping, hey? Um, he's hoping he doesn't, is what I mean. Yes. <laughs> uh, speaking of, like, sad things with this sad music, Pepe apparently has died. Now, I don't believe that at all, I mean. Well, to be fair... Pepe the Frog, as, as, a, as a meme, an, an internet virality thing, it does exist still, but it's now it's pro-Trump. Oh. So it, it's being used by what is being coined as the alt-right, being like this alternative right-wing collective, I guess is probably the correct term to be yeah. using, okay. who use that as, as like propaganda. Yeah, never mind. Pepe's dead. Bye. We're not talking <laughs> about him ever again. <laughs> well, I go with that's that's um, That's been... Debunked. Yep. Pepe is dead. Rest in peace, Pepe the Frog. Or don't, you know, because you turned bad. You it's, not, it's not Pepe's fault, but sorry. Sorry, little buddy. Um, Jeb Bush's election campaign died. I do, it, it died so quickly. In I fact, it probably of... died last year when he said, please clap to an audience. That that was probably the death knell. That that was exactly it. That was the final... Do you know what we've done? What we've done is we've got a whole segment of things that are meant to have died this year who have, that have died last year. We have not planned exactly. this very well. No. Um, one thing that did die, the Bulldogs Premiership drought. Oh, that's true. That's a really good thing. We're happy about that. I know. We need happy music for this death. I, d- I haven't got any prepared. I'm so sorry. Oh, uh, see. So but I will, actually, I will keep it up because we can talk about Hawthorne. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the Hawthorne Football Club, who in the last couple of weeks have lost... How many players? They've lost Mitchell. They've lost some others, the names of which escape me, which makes this really awkward. But yep. they've lost so many now at the moment in the trade season. Neither of us really know that much about a Hawthorne Football Club. No, so. they picked up O'Meara from the Gold Coast Suns. These are words that I don't know. It was a decent player who Essendon thought they were going to get and now aren't, which as a Collingwood supporter makes me very happy. Well, as a Cowden supporter, you make me very sad. 
Thanks. And that's the end of the show. <laughs> that's that's it. No more. I'm done. Another you thing want to talk that... about my kitchen? Um, my kitchen rolls. My goodness. My chemical romance. Yes. I, 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 saw I was going to say that the the hopes and dreams of all my chemical romance fans around the world, even the ones who thought they'd gotten over them, um, they they were chilled this year with the the hint of a comeback that never happened. It was just a re-release of an extended version of an album of songs that were never fully like. Um, mastered or digitally, I don't know, edited or whatever, so they sound kind of trap, no offence. Um, but all the fans still went crazy for it, like Can we me. just point out the fact that I said My Kitchen Rules instead of My Chemical Romance? Yeah, I see I'm, MCR and my head just goes to cooking shows. That's the kind of person I am. That's just really sad. Um, if there's anything else that we've missed in terms of deaths this year, please tweet it to us at Amplify Sin. Amplify, the sound of underage Melbourne. Right now we're talking about acting tough, Times that you have acted tough, despite all common sense. And, I mean, I'm saying acted where there should be lots of air quotes because I don't need to pretend to be tough. Okay, so, tough kid, what have you done? You have to explain this. What have you done? And I'd get a photo up on Facebook. It was probably better I didn't. Yeah, so some may say I have quite a high pain threshold and I'm starting to believe that myself uh, due to... Some events that have happened in my life. For example, when I was 12, I broke my arm in three places while on holiday. Uh, It hurt like uh, poo at the time. It hurt so badly, but I didn't... I didn't really, I only cried a little bit and I was told that it, and it didn't look like a break. So I just assumed it was a sprain and I got over it. Three days later, I went to the doctor because we'd finally gotten back home from holidays. And yeah, it was, it was a massive, massive break. And I actually needed a bone to be put back into place. Ouch. Yeah. And just recently, just last week, I gave myself a pretty, pretty bad burn. I can't tell if it was second degree or third degree, but I can tell you it did not hurt at all uh, when it really should have because I did it with hot glue, straight out of a hot glue gun, right onto my finger, uh, took away a bit of skin. Uh, it was lots of fun. <laughs> I've seen, I have seen it. it. Is You can see it now it's if a fair, you want, Jake. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to really describe it, but it is a fair-looking burn. It does look quite tough. You know, yeah. it looks like you, there is a story behind it. I think that's probably the the best way to describe it. Yeah, well, definitely when I'm older and I still have the star, um, I'm going to make it a lot more interesting than just my friend was inappropriately using a hot glue gun. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? What did it? How did the glue end up on your finger? It just fell. It just it just got. Just got squirted out the end of the gun straight onto my hand. Right, and that was it. There, there was. Half my finger gone. No, I'm just kidding. It's really not so that you're, big. So you're already over-exaggerating. Um, the last time I had to act tough in a, in a, in a medical sense, I guess, um, was, oh, would have been probably year two, um, <laughs> falling on a stair. So running, fell up a stair and onto the metal grate, mm-hmm. which split my lip open. Oh, I've um, done that. I think it was seven or nine stitches. Ouch. Uh, didn't cry once. Despite the massive pool of blood, like it was comical the amount of the amount I bled out. Like, mm. I, if if I was making a horror film, that's the level I gone to. It just looked so fake. That's probably why I wasn't. It just looked didn't look real. Um, but then the biggest pain that I felt was after I'd, I'd had the stitches in, and there was you know time for healing. And the first thing that my mother does is brushes my teeth and oh. straight over the the wound. And my goodness, it hurt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Ouch. But I mean, I, I didn't cry. I, I think I, I think I got angry at her. But you know, I, yeah. I, I was tough. I'm a, I'm a tough kid. So at the moment, we're talking about like painful things. But what about psychologically? I can tell you that emotionally, I'm not very strong. You know, the comedy show Brooklyn Nine Nine has brought me to tears <laughs> on so many occasions. <laughs> We've had conversations about this, and it just usually revolves around characters that I don't know because I've seen like maybe four or five episodes total of Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> like great show, but. I'm not in tune with it. I'm so, so it's just, it's, emotionally, as an outsider. I'm emotionally invested in it, and that's my problem. I get very attached to things very quickly, and if they leave, ah, oh, it can go two ways. I can pretend I never cared, and I will be the most stone-cold person you've ever seen, or I will be a mess, a total mess, and it's it's usually the total mess that happens. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of an, an example where I've gotten so emotionally invested over a TV show. The one that immediately comes to mind is a movie. Oh, okay. It's when Dobby dies in Harry Potter. Sorry, spo- I was going to say spoiler alert, but I feel like this film's been out that long that I don't need to. Um, but, yeah, when Dobby it's dies, that, that, was, that was terrifyingly... The reaction that came out of me, from me in the cinema is something that I haven't experienced before. It was just mm-hmm. so, so much tears. No. Like, more than just walking in this rain to come into the studio this <laughs> afternoon. Like, I was just, I was a mess. And then, watched it maybe a year and a half later on DVD, same reaction. Mm. It's just, why does Dobby need to die? <laughs> That's what I want to know. On Twitter, at, at Amplify Sin, why does Dobby need to die? Personally. Let us let us know what you tried about recently. Tell us when you tried to act tough and hasn't worked out. Or when you have when you're actually legitimately tough like like, like Tara me. is over there. Amplified. So you've done something wrong, tried to fix it up, and it's just fallen apart again. So the inspiration for this, I think, um, it comes from a a video that kind of went around Facebook for the last week, and I think it's two weeks old. Um, and we've got the video of it. It is on our Facebook page if you search Amplify on Sin 90.7. Um, and it is a guy in a in a you know an electronics store, a TV store, and he's looking at this TV, and he's you know looking, and then the TV falls. Mm-hmm. So it falls forward and knocks the one in front of it as well. So there's two TVs on the floor, damaged of some level. And so this is bad enough. The problem is what happens next, which is the guy comes up, comes up too far. Steps back. Steps back and knocks the two remaining televisions back too. So that's two TVs. And I think from an article I read, um, it's about $6,000 in damage, they reckon. Nice. So that's called putting your foot in it, number Basically, one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gosh. So. And then overcorrecting, I think, is probably the right term to use. Yeah. He was trying to, like, oh, look, what have I done here? Get away. Oh, no. And. Bumped over another one, and, uh, and it, the video. Sorry, I'm just I'm trying so hard to concentrate, but this video is in the corner of my eye, and it is so funny to watch. Um, th- there's some theories that it's probably set up. Mm. Even if it is, it's still one of these things that I fear when I go around anything delicate. Oh gosh, when you're in a store with your stool badge or some sort of big badge, you know something on your back that you can't quite see. Oh just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that feeling is just that you're gonna. Do something bad. <laughs> it's like you need like an exclusion zone. Yes. You just if you, you just sense that something may go wrong and it will happen because you've got a school bag on or something. Yeah. I'm some of our relatives. They've got like glass cabinets that have not necessarily china but like good quality stuff in them, mm-hmm. and it's like. I don't want to go near them. I do not want to go near them. And of course, the slightest movement on the floor shake the cabinet shakes. It's not going to break, but it shakes. And the first thing you do is go. 
Who was that? Was that, was that me? Did I? That glass is going to break. No. <laughs> maybe, I'm, maybe I'm just very, very anxious, right? Maybe this is just me self-diagnosing with, you know, anxiety or something. But I don't know. I just, it, it, it's me. I just, I have this fear. Yeah. It's not going to happen. I haven't bumped into it. I, I wouldn't. Well, well, no but one, would I? No, exactly. Well, no one ever wants to make mistakes. So I think that's why people tend to make it worse when um, the worst does happen or what they thought was the worst. Yeah, and to that overcorrecting, I think mm, that's yeah. kind of the whole premise of this video. In fact, you really need to go watch this video on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash Amplify Sin. Amplify, the sound of underage Melbourne. You're with Jake and Tara. And you're wanting to talk about like stalking teachers on social media, which is... Just take it away before I come up with a preconceived judgment. Thank you. I know you've already judged me so hard, so it's not even it wasn't even worth that. But thanks for trying, Jake. Um, so yeah. You'll need to settle down and focus up because this is a little bit of a story that I've got for you. Could take some time. Uh it's all about what happened in my final business management class today. Just I just choked on that line. <laughs> Amazing. Anyway. Um our teacher was talking to us about public relations and specifically about the public image that you display of yourself on social media. And he was talking about his own personal Instagram account in which there are many pictures of shoes and that's pretty much it. It's just pictures, pictures of, of shoes. Yeah. My business management teacher is a shoe enthusiast. So... Um, as you is there would, any particular type of shoe? Is it like a, a yes. broad range of shoes? Sneakers, particularly Nike sneakers. He is there for those. <sighs> One of those types. Okay. <laughs> so well, I'm, I'm getting a very much a, char- a character assessment right now. Yeah. Ooh. So our students, some of them, they seem to have trouble believing that he actually had an Instagram account, but he insists that he did. So they tried to find it and he was like, no, my name isn't in it. Do you think I'm that stupid? I wouldn't put, I'm a teacher. I wouldn't put my name in the um, Instagram account. Pesky kids is going to come around and just ruin the whole thing. Yeah. He said in his entire career, only one student had ever found his account Um, And it took a lot of time. Apparently, the student had seen a picture of shoes in Instagram's suggested posts and thought, oh, that looks like Mr. Ford's shoes. That That is rubbish. That is not what happened. It that is, is that is happened. no, that is an excuse. That is someone who's gone and successfully stalked, and now has come. I've got a cover story. I'm telling you, it's I'm what, not buying that. It's what I refuse ha- to buy it. That is not what happened. It's what happened, and of course, because this teacher didn't have his name. I've already said his name, but anyway, this teacher didn't have his name in the uh, in the account handle or whatever the hell they call those. <laughs> um, this kid went through the entire profile until he found a picture of the teacher with his feet up on his desk and you'd see the class in the background. Like it was, it was, no one was there, but it was the classroom of the school. So he knew, he knew it was his teacher and he followed him. And my teacher gave him a sympathy follow back for that child wasting so much time finding that's, that's, their teacher when they could have been studying for the exam. That's success though. Like that, that he's, he has won. Yeah. So um, it, just as a side note, if you put your feet up on the desk in this teacher's class, I took a photo. What would do you reckon they'd be the? He'd tell you off for that. 
Yes, I think I, okay, I, think so I would get told okay. off for that. Because we're stool of girls and we wear dresses, so putting feet up on desks can become quite revealing. Look, I was just completely ignoring that issue, but if you want to go there, we can go there. That's fine. Anyway, back to the story. Um, the story of this boy who had managed to find our teacher on Instagram set a challenge to the class, and that was it. We weren't learning for the next rest of the lesson because most of us were trying to find him on social media. And you know what? On Facebook, we succeeded pretty quickly. Uh, he had no pictures up, but it's all right. We went onto his wife's account instead and found pictures of his children, which, you know, he'd already shown us enough of, so it wasn't anything new. It wasn't anything all that creepy, but the look... On our teacher's face, he was so scared. He was just like, it has begun. <laughs> and when a certain student did go, oh, it's your daughter, the the look, and he was like, what? I have no pictures that you just see. And she just, no, I'm on your wife's. And just the look on his face, it just went, it just fell. And he, he was like, I'm just texting my wife. <laughs> so basically, for teachers, the only social media you're allowed on is LinkedIn. And that's it. <laughs> No, no, ratemyteacher.com. Oh, wow, you went there. Okay. Um, <laughs> they are also allowed on that. This, if you are on social media, please give us a like. We're on Facebook. Search Amplify on Sin 90.7 or Twitter at Amplify Sin, especially if you are Tara's business management teacher and you want to um, just discuss what just happened on air then. If you find your teachers on Instagram, let me know because they might know my teacher and I need to find him. That's, <laughs> you're a bit too dedicated there. Amplify. The sound of underage Melbourne. You're here with Jake and Tara. Thanks for doing my job for me. Um, (laughs) I have a very sort of brief theory that I want to run by you, and that is that One Direction are now a hipster band. Yeah, see, I kind of forgot that we, we we even brought this up once in the conversation. It was like this one wayward comment that everyone forgot about, and by everyone I mean you and me, um, and now you're bringing it back, and I'm not quite sure why. Okay, so this is the theory. Hipsters listen to music. His, hipsters particularly listen to vinyl, but that's not the theory <laughs> I'm going down. So a lot of the music that hipsters particularly listen to are bands that have broken up mm. and then getting into those bands that have broken up. So I'm my talking chemical romance. Less my well, maybe my chem in a couple of years. I actually think no, it potentially was me. my chem. I got into my chem after they broke up. Okay, well you're a hipster then. Yeah. All right. Well, there, that's that's my theory. But we look at bands like okay, Oasis, Blur, bands that are, may not have broken up, but certainly aren't recording. Hmm. One Direction broke up. No, they're on hiatus. Hi- they're I on indefinite hiatus, which means they broke up. Let's be, let's be honest, we're going to break some hearts. One Direction are no longer together. So we might as well just not, you know, we might as well just pretend they're not together. Okay. Or admit they're not together. Which means that by definition, well, by your definition, they're a hipster band. Yes. Or they're a band for hipsters. Who would have thought? I think the big thing here is people go, hipsters have beards drink beer out of jam jars and listen to vinyl. Not all hipsters are like that. No. I think we've got to start a campaign, actually, for this, an imaging campaign for hipsters. That's a whole other thing. Hipsters, it, it is. It fits. Hipsters do it to themselves. <laughs> oh, no, I, I was never arguing against that. But they are, they are a hipster band. And you, you're looking very defiant there. I'd like to hear your arguments against this because you, you don't look particularly happy with me. Um, I'm just saying, I put I once put them as an option in a Twitter poll for who's your favourite indie slash alternative band, and I honestly didn't expect my predictions to come true so quickly. <laughs> I, I actually f- completely forgot about that. That's quite cool. 
um, by which I mean terrifying, but cool nonetheless. I kind of feel like I've jinxed it, and I kind of feel like this is all my fault now. Thank you. Hipster culture doesn't need One Direction. Hipster culture doesn't need you, I think that's the that's the point. Hipster culture doesn't really need anything more to happen to itself, really. If you've got a crazy theory about hipster culture, um, we have the least hip people here, I think the segment's just proven. <laughs> We've, we've managed to do it in just under three minutes, so well done to us. Uh, tweet us at Amplify Sin or find us on Facebook. We're Amplify on Sid 